I'm still midway through my transformation here from old system to new system. Uh, Sound like I... you're in your transition from living to undead. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's hell yeah. Brains the other virus tonight. Uh, uh, since Christmas, I have been <laughs> sick one way or another, and it just, uh, I can't get rid of the crud. Every time I get rid of something, something new comes in. Yeah, I went through about a month of that myself, so did Tina. Not fun. I even went to the emergency room. <laughs> so then oh, I thought I had pneumonia, but I couldn't find anything. It's a nasty-ass cold. Are you recording this through Skype? Uh, yeah, I'm doing both. I actually still prefer Skype recorder, kind of. But uh, I've got this little icon up here that says, Scott is recording the call. Ah, I guess I am then, yep. <laughs> Damn it, I was supposed to be able to do it secretly. Well, <laughs> my, my Skype forced me to go to the new version of my yeah. old system. I don't know if it's recording or not. I mean, uh, I've got Skype recorder running, but uh, yeah, so do I. Yeah, no, I, should, I don't know if it's working. Should be good with several backups. No, I guess the the one that they installed on Skype itself is is pretty good. Chris says so. Uh, I, I just don't, I don't even know how to turn it on. Uh, you go into it's like the little plus sign at the bottom of your screen, maybe if you have one, and there's now a recording. It says turn subtitles on too. How the fuck does that work? I have share screen, take snapshots, show reactions, hold call, turn there, subtitles on, turn off video. That's all I've got. Hmm. Maybe you're not running the, the latest version, or maybe not. I don't know. I'm not gonna worry about it. Yeah. What, what the hell is that? What? <laughs> what the? Uh, <laughs> Something just popped up in the chat. I, I gotta give me. I gotta oh, okay. Image. Yeah, me too. Oh, a screenshot of the four of us. Ah, isn't that cute? <laughs> Excuse me. It's our family photo. Now cover art for the next episode. There you go. Ouch. Anybody going to see Battle Angel Alita? Probably not. <laughs> Blu-ray later, maybe. I yeah. don't even really care. I don't, I don't know anything about the original manga, so it's like, you know. I remember but, watching the uh, the anime like 20 years ago with my uh, old roommate, Eric Bowerman, and it was really fun and interesting. I just remember we got into it real quick, but uh, we split up as roommates around the same time, and so I ne- we never followed up on the next, you know, next episodes because it was something that we did together. I think I still have CGI trauma from fucking Aquaman, so I'm trying to save my energy for Captain Marvel and the end and game. <laughs> His old eyes can't handle all the funky stuff anymore or something. Yeah, I know. Spider-Man, <laughs> Into the Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse. Uh, Maybe uh, Tremors, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> Great. Speaking of Tremors, apparently we had an earthquake like miles from me today, but I don't know if I felt it or not. I don't know. It was like I'm uh, sorry a, about that. I had a big lunch. Yeah, no, it was like a <laughs> two-point something, but it was like literally right around the corner people were reporting it, so I don't know what, why I didn't feel it. I'm a nice, sturdy brick building, but... No, my girlfriend got a job down this way, and my lease was up here, and it was either stay in this fucking shithole shoebox for another year or find a bigger place, and we found a much bigger place. It's going to be freaking huge, but we need furniture. I have no furniture. So y'all are together (laughs) together now? Like, together? Yeah, we we will be soon. Anyway, God help us. Who knows? 24-7. 
Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. And you know, um, I am an ordained minister. I can perform ceremonies. You uh, know. So is Honeywell. He's already got yeah, first dibs. He has a former local minister there, Brian. Yeah. Oh, okay, he's yeah. already got first dibs. We're going to do it on Garage Show Gloat and do it on a podcast. So. Well, any reason to get up there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you're invited to the wedding. You'll just have to follow us around to Garage Sales for the reception. Have you guys made this official yet? I mean, are you going? Are you? Did have you gotten down on one knee? Have you? Uh, oh no! She gave me. She professed her love and gave me a Batman ring. Um, once. If he got down on one knee, he wouldn't be able to get up. That's true too. <laughs> Plus, there's a little matter that I'm actually still married. So, <laughs> according to the state of New York, anyway. <laughs> it sounds like the plot of an episode of Dick Van Dyke. All right. Upstate New York story. Yeah, yeah, it's just uh, I didn't have the money to get divorced yet. Story, really. Um, so. Oh my. We'll have to work on that. Well, I wish you luck regardless. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah, it's probably, I mean, I don't know. It's either see each other every weekend for the next. Uh, she's like giving up a, par, a good chunk of like her army pension for to do this. So wow. <laughs> I better not fuck it up. <laughs> do not fuck that up. Yeah, no. do not. Words to live by. Yeah, or, or we she, haven't met her yet, but we do like her. She has uh, access to biological weapons, so I, I'm not gonna, you know. She's literally <laughs> I can make use of this. She's literally licensed to uh, to handle them. So, <laughs> but write that down on my uh, plot when I become a superhero. Yeah, just, you know, you definitely want to be in your lair. The show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See. She gives us a laugh track. <laughs> Not tonight, though. You know, she's she's in Watertown tonight on Valentine's Day, unfortunately. But. You know, I have to thank William Shatner for something. Okay. I can't believe I'm going to say that, but he's actually get, uh, convinced John Byrne to come to DFW. Oh, I've May. seen you've been posting about that. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah. So that's great, because that's the only reason why he does, because Shatner asked him to come. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, because they haven't announced Shatner yet. They did announce uh, Tyler Hoechlin, though. He's going to be coming down here in May. Did Shanna go up to Byrne, grab him by the shoulder, and say, I have not had enough of you? (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, yeah. He apparently likes the guy, definitely likes his work, Uh, especially the uh, Fabetti, so... I have to get all this uh, this pre banter in, in show, so we'll, we'll do the announcement real quick. But hi, uh, you've been listening for a bit now. But we're the Fear the Walking Dead cast. We're back for the season nine, episode nine, mid season return. I guess you would call it. Finally. Oh yeah, that happened. Yeah, and uh, adaptation was the uh, was the title of the the thing. But we'll get to that in a minute. We've just been chatting. About, uh, you know, what's been going on, because we haven't talked in a while, but I'm here with Mike Zumo, Beth and Brian Hughes, uh, I'm Scott McGregor, and we're just... Uh, Hello, uh, I'm half a person today. Yes, they've got the cold I had like a couple months ago, and so I feel for you guys, because uh, it was an ugly little bug. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> it just amazed me how much like liquid snot the human head can produce in one day. It really kind of defies physics. And you've never had children. (laughs) I've been a child, though, and I remember the gallons of snot I used to produce when I was a child. So, yeah, it just has never ceased to amaze me, and someone really should look into that. Why can't we get a handle on this fucking cold thing after all these years? Well, apparently... Apparently they can't because Dr. McCoy still may yet cure the common cold. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, 23rd century, we're still fucked. Yeah, but 
Well, well that does definitely show us not economics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've gone off world to take in the cold with us. Yeah. Oh, I, I swear all cold medicine is just like placebos anyway. Cause you just still kind of have the cold. You just convince yourself it's not as bad somehow. Well, it, it, just, it just masks the symptoms. Yeah, I guess. Symptoms, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Of course, I'm a smoker. I'm never smart enough to stop smoking when I'm sick, so I'm always sick twice as long as anyone else's. So that's a fun lesson to learn, kids. Don't do it at home. But uh, we're here to talk about walkers and, and, and whisperers and... and and new dynamics on the show, and we, we've got a little show news, I guess, we should should handle. Because um, apparently AMC doesn't give a fuck about spoiling anything, so we won't either. Uh, but apparently Michonne is going to be gone soon. Um, uh, Denai Garcia? No, not Garcia, that's freaking... Gara? That's Gara? it, yeah. Her. But why remain on the series if you're already getting movie deals? I mean... Oh, yeah, exactly. No, I, I get it. I just, I, you know, I, I don't what know. What movie deals is she getting other than being a supporting character in the Marvel movies? Yeah, you know, she'll be in the next Black Panther for sure, and, and you know, yeah, so... Yeah, but this is something I, w- I was thinking about the other day. Would I even give a crap about that character if it wasn't played by this particular actress? Probably not, but, you know, I don't know. Were, were we going to do a Black Panther podcast? I mean, we should have. We never did, but I don't know if we got time tonight. Um, we enjoyed this particular episode so much that we're veering into other areas. <laughs> yeah. No, I actually did enjoy this, and I, I watched it again. Uh, so I'm going to be more positive than I thought I was going to be on this podcast. Well, it wasn't bad. It just nothing happened. Oh, I, I, I disagree, Mon Frere. I, I think it was actually kind of dense when I did my notes on it. I was like, wow, they actually stuffed a lot of shit in here. Yeah, there was uh, a lot going on there. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah. The, we're going to get into later how the season as a whole, the rest of it, isn't going to accomplish much. It did, it did, no, it did set up a lot of it did set a lot of things up. Which yeah, supposed, but they're going to drag that out for the next seven episodes. It didn't really come back with the bang that you would have hoped them to come back with. I wasn't sure. bored, though. No, I wasn't but, either. I was Maybe a couple that's times. <laughs> why they slowed it down the way they did, knowing what was possibly coming up. I should have gone back and, and read the comics uh, in this area because there were a few things that didn't sit right with me, but I think they're actually pretty close to the comics. Maybe Michael Biela. Yeah, I didn't see better. any uh, major diversions other than no. different characters filling fulfilling the story. Yeah, but my problem with it was some of it felt unearned. And uh... well, I've got a question, but I'll hold it until after you do the synopsis. Yeah. All right. Um, well, let's <laughs> catch up a little more. How was your guys' holiday and everything? And, uh, you know, New Year's and anybody get crazy for New Year's Eve? I, well, I, I got Eve. something really crazy cool through the mail. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have to tell you that when I got it, I ran Right. It to, to my shelf to put it on my collection shelf. Hmm, I wonder what and that I was. Have, I drank out of it once. <laughs> <laughs> Scott sent me a lovely, um, it has like a bow and arrow on a cup, and it 
it's the bow is a handle. Big, it, yeah, it's like a it's a it's the handle. It is really freaking cool, guys. So so cool. <laughs> and I would just die if it broke. So it's gonna stay on the collection shelf. Although I got to drink hot chocolate out of it once. <laughs> I was scared to send that. I, I packed that as well as I chocolate. could. I, I wasn't actually trying to segue so I could be like brag about what gifts I got you guys. I actually forgot I got you that. <laughs> Until you just mentioned it again. But Yeah, it was the Daryl Dies Will Riot mug. It. I can't believe you guys didn't already have one. I was sure you would have. But I No, I, I haven't even seen one, so it was really cool. Oh, Thank cool. you so much. Yeah, this, was, really this was the year I... I, I went. I got some, you know, some of the better stuff I found on the garage sale trail. I decided to gift this year because I've been so lazy with eBaying. I'm like, well, might as well just give it away. <laughs> yeah, for us, the collectibles market's always feast or famine for us because you know, I mean, there's there's times when we're not doing so well economically, and there's times when we're doing great. Yeah. And you know, so when we can pick up stuff, we do. But, I mean, you know, the thing is, is like when, when you're flushing, you're feeling good, you're not sitting there looking around going, well, what am I going to pick up next? Because, yeah. you know, you'll be out of money real quick. Now, yeah. as far as, you know, what they got, uh, I don't know if you saw it, but I, I, I got the family a, uh, a video game machine. Oh, did you? No, I must have missed that. Would and what it is, what it is it's, it's uh, an old arcade uh, machine thing. It plays... Uh, uh, like centipede and tempest. Oh yeah, I, 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 oh nice. Okay, asteroids, oh, missile command. It's, see, it's got yeah, the trackball on it well, and the spinning disc, so you can do a bunch of those type of games. It's and actually then, a stand-up console. Yeah. Oh right, yeah. See, I've yeah. seen those. There are a couple of uh, laundry places around here have those, and they have all the games. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Well, I'm retroactively jealous of that now. From well, you're welcome so to come I'm down and play playing, it anytime. <laughs> when I'm not playing Fortnite, I'm playing Centipede or Millipede. Or <laughs> nice. See, I sucked at all the 80 games, so like I don't even... I play those and I just get depressed again, and I'm like, wow. Especially <laughs> now when the fingers don't move as fast as they used to. Exactly, man. Yeah, I couldn't work a trackball back then. I ain't going to do it now. So... <laughs> Yeah, my, my, my Tempest skills, I'm having to retune those. And it's like, you know, that's a game best played on caffeine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boy, but it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. We're, we're, we're enjoying that. And, of course, whenever we got anybody come over to the house, that's the first thing that they look at. And they go, wow, you got it. Can I play this? Yeah, and then, then they go away for like three hours. And... Hey, the hell with you. Can I play this? Yeah. <laughs> that was her brother. <laughs> well, hopefully, I'll, I, my oh, new my place gosh. will actually have room for like a whole. Actually, you guys would not believe how big this freaking place is. But that's that's another thing. Uh, well, I, I found a uh, a place where you can get brand new cocktail video game cabinets for about three hundred and fifty dollars. You have to build it yourself, but it's you know it's all this stuff, and then you just put in your own screen, and you get like a Raspberry Pi to put all your games on main. Nice. And you can sit there and have your your own arcade machine at home. Also, Honeywell so, already has a old old timey uh, old timey uh, Space Invaders like oh, glass yeah. for the cabinet that he found one year on the trail. Which kind of stuff like that that's probably worth a lot. But how the fuck do you send it to anybody? Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, but Walking Dead. We should probably get back into that. I guess. Okay. Um, okay. If anyone has any other holiday anecdotes, mine was pretty uneventful. While my New Year's Eve was me sitting here drinking uh, Alien Skull vodka, as Facebook knows all too well. <laughs> um, 
that was about it. We also had birthdays galore over the last couple of weeks. Of course, Beth's birthday oh, right. yeah. is nine days before Christmas, but her daughter and uh, uh, or our daughter and Christopher, um, they had their birthdays, and we had a big birthday party thing for Christopher uh, with uh, what, was it seven of his friends? Yeah. Yeah, seven of his friends were uh, – they went to, like, main event. They were going to do go-karting, but it got really, really cold. Mm-hmm. So they went to main event and did laser tag and video games. And then uh, she took them to an indoor pool where they all swam and had pizza and everything. And then they spent the night over here playing Fortnite and other video games in the video game machine and whatnot. So it was like seven boys in pandemonium in our, in our house. I'm sure. What does really, really cold mean where you live? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, Mike. Well, I'm not sure I, mean, I want to as know. As far as getting the kids to go out and ride in go-karts in the open outside, the high was 41. Oh. And, well, I okay. mean, it's it's doable, but they're probably going to be uncomfortable. Go-karts, so yeah, it's, yeah. You know, yeah. But, you know, otherwise, that's pretty much T-shirt weather here. But. Yeah. Yeah, and blue season, not a good idea with the parents. Yeah, but everybody had a great time. It was a lot of fun. Well, yeah, and you just had a birthday two days ago as of the recording of this, and I had one four days ago, so happy birthday to us. Yay. And happy belated. (laughs) Thank you. And happy Valentine's Day now. Yeah. Yes, happy Valentine's Day, listeners. See, I, I, I got myself a little bit of a birthday gift when I got Christopher his birthday gift. Because I got us tickets to see Kiss on the final tour. Ah, yeah, final tour. Uh, see, I saw him in '79. Don't get me started on Kiss. <laughs> you what? Don't get me started on Kiss. I, I'd bought tickets uh, for me and my ex-wife many years ago. Yeah, like literally ten years ago for their final tour, quote unquote. And had tickets arrive in the mail the day they canceled the fucking concert, and I was like, "I'm fucking done with Kiss from now on." So, <laughs> so no, I'm not going to any more of their final tours. <laughs> yeah, not even attempting to. <laughs> well, some he's never gotten to see. He's never seen that kind of spectacle. So this will be a lot of fun. And as I understand it, for Paul, his voice is shot, so they're piping in his vocals anyway. Oh, good, great. Well, then, by all means, spend a hundred-ish dollars to go see that. <laughs> oh, no. it's, it's all in fun. I mean, the show is about the spectacle. It's about, the, you know, getting a sunburn from the flame jets. Oh, it's about, know. you know, the blood. And... I always just kind of demanded there was live music when I went to see live music. That's just me, I guess. It's a plus. Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be included in the ticket price, I always well, thought. Well, Gene will sing. Yay. <laughs> Paul sing all the better songs. <laughs> all right, this is not Gene a Kiss podcast. I am so going to shoot you. <laughs> if my son listens to this podcast and hear this, I'm just going to shoot you. <laughs> Jesus. All right, we better get back on topic. Yeah, let's, wait, 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 wait. wait. Yeah. Let's clarify. Let's clarify. You're going to shoot Scott, right? Not me. Right, right. Okay, well, you know, get in line, as they say. Get in line. I mean, oh my gosh, thank God. The podcast is supposed to be positive. <laughs> We're positive Beth is going to shoot somebody. <laughs> yes. Now here, I have a list of characters I'd like you to start with. Um. And I'm like, son, it's the thought that counts, okay? It's the thought that counts. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to do the uh, blow-by-blow synopsis as usual. Um, 
but we'll we'll do the various plot threads and, and talk about each of those. So we get our cold open, which was basically how we escaped the cemetery. I picked up, you know, right from the end of the, the mid-season finale, uh, which beggars the question, why not just fucking have it at the end of the, the mid-season finale? Because it was literally just, like, two minutes, maybe, of them just getting out of the cemetery, killing a couple more whispers or whatever. And, and we shoot, you know, opens right up on a close-up of dead Jesus, which I admit I, I was hoping he would wake up, because why not? You've got Jesus dead. It have him wake up. Yet. No. <laughs> and and I think the second time I watched it, I think I saw Aaron put him down, but the first time I saw it, yeah, I didn't right, see right any... Right before they, yeah. leave the they scooped him up. Okay, because the first time yeah. I saw it, I'm like, did anybody do him yet? Because, because yeah, again, I'm still yeah, I'm I was like, wondering that too when I was watching. But Aaron does it right before they leave, and I'm hoping not because I really wanted the you know, resurrection of Jesus. Because who wouldn't? Um, there but, are other shows where you can go to for that. Yeah, good. Well, I was just curious. You want him to resurrect as a a walker, or are you wanting him to resurrect alive? No, as a walker, <laughs> you know, you don't want to destroy <laughs> continuity completely. But it is the obvious joke, and I just I'm, right. I'm ashamed for the writers they didn't go for it. <laughs> That's, uh, true. That's true. But the, then we get our, our titles, and and then we get uh, what I call the long nighttime daytime escape of Negan. Um, as we also saw at the mid-season finale, he, he found that his, his jail door was open, so he he took at least an hour getting out of the door. He took his sweet-ass time. He took for, like, a couple months, actually. and uh, <laughs> He's been walking the whole hiatus. And apparently, I mean, he, he went into, he creeped around Judith's room, Judith Judith's room, at night, and Judith wasn't in it for some reason. And then he apparently just farted around until daytime, and then he tried to escape, and Judith catches him. And it was just like one of the stupider sequences I think I've ever seen on this show. <laughs> what, what, the, what, the sequence of him walking or him talking to Judith? Uh, well, no, that wasn't bad. Just the whole, why did he start his escape at day t- nighttime and then wait around until the day to, to actually climb over the wall? I always wonder if he was waiting for Judith. Just, I guess. I don't know, but then he seemed pretty insistent that he was not going to stop for her, and of course she just let him go. Oh, I thought, it, I thought, he, was I thought he was going to possibly take her with him. Yeah. Like, to kidnap her, maybe, was his first thought. Just but to... when he looked around the room and saw the picture on the wall with the my family, he changed his mind. I just wonder why she wasn't in her room, <laughs> but whatever. Sleep, sleepover. <laughs> yeah, because it's Judith. That's why. Yeah, she does a, what she wants. It's a Grimes child. They have to run out of the house when they're not supposed to. Well, uh, she, well, Michonne's not home. She's at the hilltop. Yeah. So maybe she's staying with a friend. Could be. Yep. Could be. I'll allow that. Um, and we've uh, okay. I, I have a timing question. Uh huh. From from the from the beginning uh, from Michonne's monologue. When she says it's been six years, is it six years from the end of the war, or is it six years since Rick, quote unquote, died? No, remember it's it's six years since Rick died. So it's okay. yeah, we were betting on like eight, eight and a half, eight, eight years essentially. Because I think they mentioned about a year and a half. You know, was the so, first. So that jump. little boy running around is he old enough to be Rick's kid? When did we see him? Did we see him before or after the time jump? Right. Uh, 
No, after. So, I mean, it, yeah, it was, so uh, Michonne was presumably pregnant just before Rick, quote-unquote, died. The kid did look five or six. Yeah, you know. Oh, anyway. We, we, we should have learned our lesson by now about children on this show that <laughs> time does not work the same way it does I'm just trying for to everyone else. My, uh, ducks in over here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot of confused ducks swimming around in circles. You could try to do that with this show. They're always confused. So, <laughs> <laughs> so then we get uh, the little Luke and Alden uh, search party thing and, and planning for the fair music festival, apparently. So they get into some good... Uh, they have some good dialogue. It was fun. I, I like the guy is that it, is this, is plays Luke. Which, which, one is, which one is Alden? He's the... Was, He's the Irish he, guy who's... Was he the good savior from last season? Yeah, who's now okay. doing much too young for him, Eden, Enid. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, but, and uh, Luke, yeah, is our new professor of music guy who lost his Stradivarius a couple episodes yeah, yeah, ago. Yeah, him, him I remember, but yeah. I wanted to make sure that he was white. Though. And they have some cool banter about, you know, being a musician and getting, you know, like, let's just hammer down the, the, the Irish drunken singing stereotype in case no one got it, because they literally say that, you know, it's like, oh, you sing? Like, oh, you get some drinks in me. You know, and he was singing at, uh, what's it? Somebody's fucking funeral it was in Gregory's, was it? Uh, whoever they were. Drunken karaoke during yeah. the fair. <laughs> yeah, well, we're definitely going to get some of that. Um, and then we get the return of Jesus, sort of. Um, I've got my notes here. Did anyone put him down? But we just established that. So they, they drag him back for the funeral. We get some stuff with Daryl and Michonne and Aaron and Eugene. And uh, they run into some walkers and. Daryl very cleverly uh, starts kneecapping some of them to find out if they're yeah. whispers or not, which I thought was a nice little touch. Yes. And, and made sense. And, um, and I'm just taking note of that one for my own apocalypse. And we get the capturing of Lydia at that point. Those of you who've read the comics know who that is. Uh, but uh, very scared, you know, uh, who's not giving much information, you know, mm-hmm. is just like, you know, You've killed all I, I my thought, friends. I, I was the last one, and I thought she was accurately uh, represented. Yeah, yeah, mainly, but yeah, yeah, good enough anyway. Um, yeah, it is is tending pretty close to the, to the plot lines of the comics, which is good. Uh, I just I'm still have a problem with the whole time jump and everything and what characters we're we're using. But uh, again, one more thing is that the whispers would be much more efficient killers if they all got to carry guns. I don't know why the rules are that they can't carry guns. Oh, um, they can't. Some some of them can apparently, but everyone that we've seen so far has just had knives, and you think you'd maybe able... they're uh, higher. Yeah, higher whispers. You know, they're a little more. Well, right, yeah, and it's always a good way to stay the higher whisperer if, if exactly. you have you the gun and everyone you else is there. No, no. See, that's that's one Negan didn't learn, but you know, should have the hard way, and he never did. Uh, the Negan Road Show goes on for a while. He does some wandering and escapes some zombies, and he ends up in the sanctuary and does some kind of weird banter with. So he finds one of his former comrades who's been zombified. Yep, and um, I don't really remember him. From, yeah, I, don't, I don't remember him. From the sanctuary days. Simon, yeah, I know. It's what a missed opportunity, man. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sure Steve and I would have come back for some makeup for that one. But they took everything. Everything was gone, including including the walkers. Yeah. And some good special effects. Uh, the the I, I'm assuming it was like burnt walkers, the, the one that was all black and kind of crispy, and it looked like... I'm assuming maybe it was the ones that Carol roasted. 
Or was that before the six-year time jump? No, that was the, uh, no, that was recently, so that might have been some of them that she, she lit up. Because they looked Wasn't like they'd been cooked. Full before the time jump? What? Before the time jump, weren't they still living there, the saviors? Yeah, but when did, yeah. no, it was like, remember Carol lit them all on fire? Oh, you know, uh, There was this one little camp and... And what was that? That wasn't all the saviors. But that wasn't the sanctuary. Yeah, yeah, I believe it was. Was it just an outpost? I I don't remember now. I don't know. Anywho, it was a cool zombie. It was. He looked like he'd been roasted. His back legs kind of looked like a, a barbecue pit thing. Tainted meat, as you would <laughs> say. Um, where was I here? So Negan, I think, I, I kind of got the sense he's also realizing he's kind of a shitty survivalist when he doesn't have people he can just take shit from. Like I was wondering if Negan was kind of broken. Yeah, he's looked like he's, well, he's been in the cell for a while and he's gone a little loony, I think. And I think that's what some of the stuff with his, because he literally has like almost this like romantical thing going on with Big Richie. It's like, that's where my twisted mind went anyway. And then he's like, oh, you're not loyal anymore because he was off playing with other zombies. And so Negan got all jealous and killed all the zombies. Yeah, and well, Big there was Richie. something psychological where he wouldn't, even when he killed the other zombies, he wouldn't kill... Big Richie at Big first. Richie. Yeah, yeah, until he felt betrayed by him or whatever. And then he just locked, yeah, I don't know. I think my mind so, just kind of shut down during that when sequence. When Negan walked into the sanctuary... Was anybody wondering if, like, the, the original Dr. Carlson was still uh, hanging <laughs> in the blast furnace there? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, I know that one zombie, he cut the head off with the uh, shovel. I don't think he ever did that. So there's a little zombie head sitting in the sanctuary still just going rah, rah, rah. Yeah. Is this storyline, I mean, is it covered pretty much the same in the comics? Negan's no. escape and all that? Or is that, that that's not... In there at all? I don't recall it going back to him just going back home and I don't think checking back into the jail. Exactly. But so yeah, yeah but I don't recall. But shouldn't it be different than than the actual comic book since we no longer have to follow the comic book? Well, well they're still following the comic book. Yeah, a lot. I mean, they've oh, they pretty okay. much. The thing is that none of it's earned now, though, and that's my problem. Like, Negan did play a role in the Whisperer War. Yeah, yeah, and they, they pretty <laughs> much have set up, you know, Judith to be like the conversations that he had with, with Carl. Carl. You know, because he kind of got he kind of Doctor Lecter lectured Carl and and got into his head a little bit, and they were talking back and forth. And now we're to assume that it's been, you know, um, Judith this whole time, but we never got to see any of it, so it was no fucking impact at all. Like right, and the, during the time jump after the war, he was talking to Rick. Yeah, yeah, and then when Rick went away, it was Judith, and we just never got to see any of it. So, I mean, it's just like, we're, we're supposed to, the show is trying to make us feel like Judith and Negan have this bond that's going to come into play, and obviously did cause she didn't shoot his ass. Um, but we haven't seen any of it, so it's just it kind of falls flat for me anyway. It's just yeah, you know the field where he uh, was getting sick in. Yeah, it was the, where he bashed everyone. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah, I don't know. I took that he was he wasn't getting sick because of that one. Because I took it because he was drinking fucking water. Yeah, uh, that's because he was yeah, drinking the water. water. Yeah, it, it definitely he, was that water. Yeah. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can get the cold from that shit. Well, that, that's yeah. <laughs> that's why I said I think he's he's. Real. Brian, what water are you drinking down there in Texas? I, I think that's why he goes back to the <laughs> the the cell ultimately is because he kind of realizes he can't survive on his own or without an army to to deal with shit for him. Um, so I think he's like, oh, I got three hots and a cot here, so I'm fucking going back. I mean, how does he get he's his vegan, army? He's still, he's still working at angles. Yeah, maybe, well, well that's kind of my point here. If if he in the very beginning was able to muster all those people together, he'd just have to start all over. And I just don't think he's got it in him. <laughs> I don't know why he had to go on this little vision quest to to get to that point. Even if he has got an angle, I, I think I don't see how his infiltration is going to improve by escaping and then coming back. People are going to lock his ass up tighter. I would think if not straight up kill him at this point. so. Well, I, I just don't understand the whole, with Judith telling him the whole time, there's nothing out there for you. There's nothing out there for you. That he, he still decides, needed to see it. Yeah, but I mean, he still decides to go back and with, you know, just no problem. I'll go with you. It's not a big deal. You know, go, go back like that versus saying, you know, well... I never should have left in the first place. Yeah, I don't think he expected to escape. Well, no, but I mean, he did voluntarily. I think he got thrown out of the gates, but yeah, I mean, I I don't think he expected to be able to escape. I think he expected to be shot down, even by Judith. I I think think he expected to be shot to like suicidal kind of. Hmm. Yeah, Yeah. as a suicide by cops, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, but if yeah. he wanted to do that, he could have just kept walking, and eventually something would have gotten him. Yeah, you know, they raised a hand door, and she would have wasted him. I, I don't know. But of course, where was he going when Judith shot him off the motorcycle? Who knows? It looked like he was going to run her over at first. Yeah. Oh, I mean, where was he going if she didn't run into him? Oh, it looked like he's still going back. Yeah, I think that's what he told her. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Again, my brain kind of shuts Just down. Just because when, the character says it. When when things don't, yeah. <laughs> you know, Mike. Still not feeling the whole me, little Judith Michonne hybrid. That maybe you're right. Maybe it really was. He wanted to see if his place was just still standing, and the people were still there, and. I, I think you're right about that. I, I really didn't think of it from that point of view, but yeah, I could see that. You know, when he sat down at the little conference room, I almost expected him to do that old trope where, you know, you see the people from uh, the past. Yeah. I'm glad they avoided that. I am too. Yeah. <laughs> but I was kind of waiting for like, the Simon yeah. and Eugene to kind of show up in the chairs. Yeah, well, it would have kind of played in nicely to the fact that he's, you know, he's a little off and he's lost his mind a little bit. Um, but I don't know that that also kind of that's what bugs me about the big time jump again because we're still having like conversations like Michonne and Daryl are still having conversations about you know Rick and you know oh thank you because it's like we've never had to bring anyone home dead since Rick left you know that that's kind of the overarching thread of of this time jump and season and the mysterious shit that happened with Michonne that's made her all antsy about strangers and you know and it's just like they're having conversations about shit that has happened not too long ago but it's actually many many years ago and you would think 
they would have gotten They'd be over, over it yeah right. at least had yeah. this conversation already well maybe daryl's been hiding in the woods for six years i guess so brushing uh, up his language skills yeah he uh, hasn't spent it bathing no uh, well he, he may be in charge of uh, things soon so uh he better get with it now where's maggie did she go with georgie to wherever she went yeah, yeah. She's on a new TV show. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> well, yeah. She'll be she'll be back for the Rick movies. She'll be back once that's canceled. Michonne will be back for the Rick movies. So there's whenever. Uh, yeah, I can wait. I don't have any interest in that currently, unless it starts. To, I mean, it, we're gonna have to watch it because that's how they probably wrap everything up. But I don't know what I want to see less. <laughs> that or the Breaking Bad sequel. <laughs> no. Oh, Are yeah. they really doing a sequel to the Breaking Bad? Yeah, I guess it's going to be Jesse like Jesse running from the law, probably. Um, no, I you know I want to believe Jesse got out. Yeah, well, well I mean he did. He's going to end up with Saul in on Better Call Saul, and they'll be hiding out together in the fucking Cinnabon place. <laughs> that, that I watched. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Only if Mike is around. Mike makes the show. Well, uh, he, he ain't going to be around in this one, yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, we get the Lydia interrogations uh, scene then, which in my mind is kind of pretty weak. They needed Daniel Salazar to help him out on that one. Well, it was way over the top. Yeah, but yeah, Daryl yelling did get some results finally, although we don't really think they were accurate. She's basically yeah, like, you know, you're but, lying to me. She's like, no, I'm not. I'm going to have you killed. She's like, I'm not lying. She's 15 years old. They're probably scared the shit out of her. Yeah, yeah, well, I don't think they are. I mean, in the comics, I mean, she's pretty much an inside agent, I think, isn't she? I mean, she's pretty much down with mommy. You know, she just happened to get... Uh, I thought in the comics in the, it was... In the comics, she seemed a little more... Like, I thought it was like... like comics, I, she just wouldn't speak. Yeah, I thought she, it was... Yeah. She wasn't so as openly scared. Yeah, she was just silent. That's right, yeah. But I got the feeling it was like a purposeful ca- capture, you know, to get in there or something, but maybe not. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll have to see how the TV show plays it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't understand the motivation behind the whispers as they are right now because it's basically go around people and get killed. Because, I mean, yeah, they're going to attack with knives and stuff, but still, people see walkers, they're going to kill them. You know, they're yeah, going to try and usually- take them out. Usually in large herds, they don't. Right, people stay away they, from large yeah. herds, so they, yeah. can disguise, yeah. they can disguise themselves there and move about freely. Yeah. And see, and that's the thing that that has got me wondering, if they're in these large herds and can control a large herd, then how many are there really? Yeah, I'm betting that's going to come see, what into do, play. What doesn't make sense <laughs> about the Whisperers, and what didn't make sense in the comic either, is... How they can get the herds well, to move. Well, not so much there. that, but yeah. why are they fucking with communities? Well, I think it was started that, you know, and they kind of alluded to this early in this season with with Father Gabriel that, you know, we're reaching out and finding, you know, different place, and they just feel like the communities are encroaching on their territory. Um, and, and Lydia even said something to the fact of it's like, anybody that's not us is the enemy, so we have to kill you, you know. Which is kind of a, you know, the Grimes crew has done that how many times in their show, too? So you're not us, you're dead. <laughs> so it's just more of that. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I saw the previews. The previews look like the next episode is actually kind of the origin of the Whisperers. You know, we get them in non-skin suits and uh, 
and we'll get some background there, which I guess is good. Um, well, did we see Alpha in this one? Yeah, yeah right at yeah, the end yeah. there. That was okay. that was Alpha. Okay. And, and All right. I said the previews have her out of out of skin talking to some other guy who's out of skin. So, so yeah. It looks well, they like... normally took the skins off when they weren't moving. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't remember that, but I think. Um, they got to go somewhere, you know, they can't just, I mean, were they just like dropping trow and squatting in the middle of these herds too? And that's not going to like, <laughs> oh, my fellow walker is taking a dump, but he looks like us. So I guess he must not be human, even though none of us take dumps anymore. I don't know. <laughs> ah, all right. We got a poop reference in the show tonight. That's always a good thing. Well, does the smell of shit overtake the smell of rotted flesh? Yeah, <laughs> at this point, what, you know, what, what does that world smell like? That's anyway. true. And does the walker then go, oh, that's someone that's alive? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, I, you know, if, uh, anyone that would be still doing other bodily functions other than eating things, uh, you would think. So, I don't know. Well, if someone yeah, really wants to push one out and they make a lot of noise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, too. I don't know. They're gonna. Have I don't know. I've taken lot. some dumps where whispering definitely wasn't an option. So, uh, yeah. You gotta go. You gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you use the use the three seashells. Just don't get downwind. And what are they eating? Are they like munching on power bars or something while they're walking around with the herd? These are the questions we need answered, guys. Well, it's it's logistics of being a whisperer because. I mean, I know I don't want to be walking around twenty four hours a day with the walkers because they walk around twenty four hours a yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, you got to break I, I off want, I want to sit down. I want to lay down. I want to, yeah. you know, take a nap. Maybe That's cook my food occasionally. <laughs> they have to have either camps or tents or something because yeah. they need to sleep. Yeah. Yep. So hopefully, well, wouldn't we'll... they normally just camp in the woods? I, I guess so. But fall you know. behind or. Yeah, I, I guess I you would just know. have to, like, slow down, wait for the herd to get away from you. I didn't you think and... about this when I was reading the comic. No, because they didn't really, you know, yeah. But I want to see it on screen so shit kind of reasonably makes sense, because they play enough with reality as it is, so. <laughs> but I do remember they, they did have territory. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, they're... they're... But see, that whole thing doesn't make sense to me. The, the whole territory thing... How can you claim a territory when you're moving miles at a day at a time? These people wear rotting skin on their faces. How much sense do you want them to make? Yeah, well, it <laughs> takes preparation, too, because these things are actually, like, sewn together and, and tanned and stuff. And, you know, so, yeah. Right. There has, I would think they're more like gypsies wandering from place to place. There has to be a whisper infrastructure going on somewhere. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's the Greek alphabet. I mean, I hope they they don't just discard that and just be like, well, hey, but they're really this, cool, creepy villains, so just forget all that other shit. Maybe they came from Terminus, <laughs> you, well, yeah. all those people. <laughs> that could be, too. Yeah, they've gotten into Raw now and uh, somehow not had Raw Meat kill them yet. I don't know. Uh, we get a sweet little Valentine's uh, scene from uh, Eugene, who tries to profess his love for Rosita as they're putting him back together. And she's basically like, I don't want to hear this right now. And All we right, find out paper. she's been hearing it for the last three seasons. Yeah, and we find out she's pregnant, presumably by the other guy she's been stupping. Um, I uh, hated Gabriel. that whole scene. I really did. <laughs> Why is that, Beth? Just because they're having someone else come up pregnant. Yeah. And we finally got Maggie, who never showed, had a kid, yeah. and there's a kid. I mean, 
how many more kids do you want on the show? Yeah, I don't know if we're going to get this one or not. Um, I, I don't know. I just... <laughs> we're going to get to the... I don't know the whole, you know, she dies, the baby zombie thing. I, I just... I don't know. That would be bad, yeah. I don't For know. ratings. I just... I hope they don't do it. If they're tempted, I hope they don't. I mean, I'm not going to spoil anything that may happen that happens in the comics. So, no, uh, it would be best not to. Yeah, then we get Henry and Lydia in the jailhouse. Uh, it almost sounds like a song. Which jailhouse? It should be Carl and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They're they're basically kind of copy and pasting uh, Henry, and but I don't know if Henry's going to make it as long as Carl did at least in the comics, because his hormones are clearly going to get him killed. Yeah, but the thing is, you know, in the <laughs> comics we have so much history with Carl yeah. that we don't have with Henry. Yeah, so right. Henry's pretty disposable. Um, and he probably and Henry's be. pretty much a nobody when the Carl was Rick's son. Yeah, and he's pretty much an idiot, too. So, yeah, he's already, like, he's already, like, tussling with Daryl over this, this, you know, girl who just got put in the jail cell next to him because like hey there's a female that's nearly my age and uh yeah but look at who's <laughs> raised him well yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah so you would think he would be a little more careful about people carol's his mom you know <laughs> so uh, uh, this is true <laughs> henry's got no no points for me yet on this one until he does something smart um but it felt like a host set up by Daryl, like he knew exactly what he was doing when he did that. So she would talk to him or something. Maybe, maybe that would be clever of Daryl. Um, Wouldn't that be too clever for Daryl? I don't know. I do like the the one line. I'm not sure it's earned, but the the line where Michonne tells him, you know, because he's basically the one that's sent in to make the decision on whether just to freaking execute her or you know try to get some information out of her. Um, well, my show said to him, Daryl, you're, you're, you're the, the highest paid actor now. <laughs> yeah, so this is your job. <laughs> so it's it. your decision. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> and the best uh, judge of character that I know. I know, it's, so the script says. So again, I'm not sure if Daryl has a real definitive history of that, but um, you know, he actually teamed up with his own idiot brother for a while. So I question his uh, judgment sometimes, but. And Daryl's the one m- m- most likely to kind of get up and leave. Yeah, yeah. Things kind of don't go his way. Yeah, yeah. It's like fuck this. But no, that, that line kind of <laughs> stood out to me. Like, huh? Yeah. And as we said, Negan just decides to go back to his cell, a uh, cell without any uh, fanfare, and has a little conversation with Judith, and you know, um, and I just don't know where the fuck they're going with that, and barely care. And then we get the uh, final scene with Luke and Alden. And um, the whispers surround him, and we get Alpha, presumably, and she just tells him the trail ends here. So they've been following these arrows from his uh, fellow survivor yeah. buddy for a while, yeah. and so the trail ends here. And she's rocking a sawed-off shotgun, so she's she's one of the generals, clearly, who gets to carry guns. <laughs> so, so there we are. We're back. Um, we will be doing this only again... Um, this show and the one at the end and we'll wrap up everything that happens well before we get off I have a quick question oh, yeah. no, so this ahead. new group that came in 
Is this new group also in the comics as well, or no, not really? They're just yes. new to the show. Yeah, no, oh, they are. Yeah. Are, are all of them? I know Magnet is, so she's the most memorable person who comes in. Yeah, I don't oh, remember okay. about Luke. I think didn't you say the 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 deaf woman was? I think. I don't remember that. I don't remember. I can't remember her name. It's kind of hard to have a deaf woman in a comic. Yeah, well, yeah, that's why I question whether they did that or not, but I haven't read it in a while, and apparently it wasn't it's, that memorable to me. It's kind of hard to have someone with sign language in a comic. Yeah. And I, was I think little, I'd remember that if it was in the comic. And I was a little curious. Uh, the lady who had dropped off the book so they could get their, you know, um, like their car <laughs> built, it was she. Georgie? Is she coming back? Yeah. It, are they coming back into the storyline at all? Even though it's been six years later, are they? Are she's they gonna? Not really in the comics, but she's probably. She's not in the comics the, at all. No, unless, but she's probably. She yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I think they're setting her up to be the leader of, over there, or maybe you know someone else. But um, yeah, presumably that's where Maggie's off to. And I said I'm sure they're going to be popping up somehow. They can't just ignore it. That's the thing. They've sent people off to other communities and shit, and, but those actors don't work for the show anymore. So what are you going to do? Just, you know, well, we're just never going to talk to you. I mean, maybe that's why they're rocking the whole we've got to stay in our own communities and not talk to anyone else thing because of something horrible that happened that nobody wants to tell us about. Um, I think so, that's more or less what happened to the sanctuary. Yeah. Rather than, rather than, because I, I don't think Carol burned them all down. I think that was, she only got a small group, really. Um, so whatever, whatever else happened there happened with the sanctuary. That's because they didn't want to integrate. Oh, remember Oceanside knocked a bunch of them off. Their little revenge yeah. trip there. Um, so I don't know. I've seen some speculation that. Something bad happened to the ocean side because of a bad decision. Because there was a side plot with the uh, saviors in the comic during the Whisper War, but I think the show kind of blew its load on that already. Right? Yeah, they didn't leave too many of them left over, and like, yeah, and, and Dwight was very integral to that plot line. So I mean, but you also remember how that plot line ended? Yeah, yeah. And I can't see it happening that way. No, like I said I don't think there's enough saviors left to to do that one. So, <laughs> and Dwight's over on fear soon. So. Right. So the savior rebellion kind of already happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. So overall, I actually like the episode. I, I do like how they're shooting. You know, then the creepy factor of the whispers. I have a really good sense that it's just going to be we're back to you know instead of zipping. To, doing eight years in, in one half season, we're going to go back to a day is going to take eight, eight episodes. <laughs> and the problem is, too, the show does a great job setting things up, but it doesn't always do a good job knocking them down. No, it, it, this is just going to be a long... I mean, essentially, this isn't really spoiling comics or anything, but essentially it's all leading to this big fair at the kingdom. I mean, th this was a dense episode, I and mean, we didn't even have time to check in with... Which is another with Ezekiel and everything. Wasn't the fair at Alexandria in the comics? Uh, I don't know. It feels like it would have been at the kingdom in, in the comics, too. Well, I'm just hoping they're not going to wipe out Luke too soon. I mean, I like the actor, Dan Fogler. Yeah. Though he does seem to be playing the same one he played in Fantastic Beasts, you know, just yeah. transplanted out of the magic and into 
Walker Land. And the magic of music, uh, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure they'll let him get his, his musical number in before they, they bump him off, at least. But it's it's all going to lead up to the fair, and there's going to be some dramatical stuff happening at the fair and, and dealing with the Whisper. And then the Whisper War proper is going to be season 10. Uh, which Michonne ain't going to be around for much of, and I'm, I'm just interested to see how she... I wonder if they'll even acknowledge Rick's... Rick. The, they did in the, like, previously on, Rick's kid showed up again, but no one's really talked so about him much after Michonne, that one time. Does she die in the comics? No, not Michonne? yet. No. She's still, okay. still fighting around. So, but she's not... She's not getting killed though. She's going off to the movies too, right? Yeah. So I mean, that just takes. As we've complained before. Hold on a second, guys. Lucy. Lucy. I'm gonna get my cat. Hold on, Lucy. Get out of there. Da 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 <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> yeah, we were just doing a little musical number while you were gone. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> little manamana for you. What was I saying? That'll get edited. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, what was I saying? Uh, da, da, da. Come on, brain. What was I saying? I think we're talking about Michonne going to the Rick movie. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Again, that just takes... You know, we, we definitively know who's not going to die on the show anymore, and that's that's always kind of just a mistake. And it's kind of weird misery porn anyway, so I'm not sure I can keep watching much longer. Because it's just, it's again, they've gone to, it's like, all right, we're going to have all these little character moments, and then someone important is going to die in the last episode. And they're still just doing the whole, don't bother to watch until the, the finale thing. And it's just, just don't get it. I just don't get the way they're they're laying out the stories. I hope they prove me wrong, but I don't think they will. I do. <laughs> I really do. I I just my heart is aching for the show because I want it to survive. Well, the it's other interesting because I go to the doctor's office and one of the nurses there, um, it watch um watches The Walking Dead and she knows of our podcast and. Uh, she has listened, um, and she is always asking me, oh, my God, you know, we always talk about the show. And she, I asked her if she was interested in continuing to watch after this past episode, and she said, you know, I actually am. I'm really interested to know where it goes. And I think we all are, but we both, actually, we all have the same complaint. It's just the timeline, and once they do uh, the first show, the last show, or the mid-season finales, everything in between is so slow. It's almost as if you don't have to watch those shows. If you just watch the beginning and the end of the, you know, the beginning of the season, mid-season finale, and then when you come back from the mid-season finale and then the final, you don't need anything else in between because it, it just it doesn't, all in. And it just doesn't feel like there's six episodes, six good episodes between now and the fair. It but, doesn't. No, it doesn't. And then 
that's just yeah always been a big complaint of ours on this show and again hopefully they'll I'm interested to see how they I like the casting on the whispers and everything I like the new characters and the other piece of news I wanted to drop is that it actually this episode did see an uptick in ratings finally like the first spike they've had in a while <laughs> so some people are enjoying shit post Rick apparently and I, I guess that's good. Um, I wish the door was closed on Rick, honestly, and it wasn't like waiting to get to him again because I think people will get excited by the new characters and if it goes on for a year or two like that and then they want to kind of shoehorn Rick back into shit, it's just going to be like, uh, who cares, you know? Well, it um, almost sounds as if the people who hated Rick are finally tuning in. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, they were just, I don't you think know? anyone ever really hated Rick. They just kind of get tired of the, him being written the same way for eight fucking years. Or it being the Rick show, like you used to say all the yeah. time. It's the Rick Grimes show, you know? So, yeah, I get that. Well, and just writing him badly and just, you know, there being no consequences to his shitty, you know, well, I guess there, you know, actually there have been a lot of consequences, but none of them... It's always other people dying and not him. <laughs> so. You see, one, one of the problems making this into a TV... I mean, the comic is more of an ensemble, but the problem with having a TV, uh, being on TV, is with for eight seasons, Andrew Lincoln was the lead actor, so you have to make your lead actor the center of the universe. Yeah. It was wrong to ever structure the show like that. I mean, it should have been always been like, everyone's expendable, y'all get paid the fucking same or whatever. You know, however you gotta do it to keep the surprises. And at, at least, for fuck's sake, don't release early press releases of when cast members are leaving. Yeah, no. <laughs> this and the CW are the fucking worst at that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what yeah. was it? Last season, like, last season, the end of, right before, oh, two days before the uh, season finale of Supergirl, they announced that the actor who played Wynn was leaving. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it's like... like really well, couldn't be three days. Yeah, I think I just read that, uh, you know, Vibe is uh, leaving over on... On Flash, like after this year, it's like, oh well, I guess. Oh well, yeah, but yeah, but you know what? Watch having watched the Flash this season, yeah, you kind of see that. <laughs> yeah, who's who's leaving? Oh uh, yeah, Cisco. Yeah. Oh. So it's like he was one of the big draws for me. I haven't watched like since the middle of last season and any of this season. I you watched it. And you see, can... and that really <laughs> sucks because I love Cisco's character. Yeah, me too, and I like that that. Lessons the chance. Yeah, and that's lessens the chance of me wanting to catch up on it because if he's not going to be, you know, in it going forward, it's like, oh, so I'm just going to watch Cisco episodes and feel bad about it till there's not Cisco episodes. You know what happens? As these shows go, the actors kind of get weary of weary, and they kind of want to move on. Oh yeah. Yeah. So as we get new stuff coming, we got Doom Patrol premiering tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually and, looking forward to that. Um, and Titans was very interesting. Yeah. Titans was a lot better than I thought it would be. Yeah, yeah, I'm. I, I think DC might have found its vibe over on on their streaming service. They, they seem to be wanting to put out a lot of content. Almost, you know, they're going to be like the the edgy CW over there, probably. Um, but hopefully they can do some more weird and experimental stuff and, and make it cool. Um, they, I mean, they did my they did, they did my first DC Comics Crush Justice. So was that yeah. Wonder Girl? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'll tell you a show that that we're watching. It's not a super show that uh, has kept our interest for the last several seasons. Is Queen of the South? 
Oh gosh, yes. That's been a, that's been a show's been getting progressively better as it's gone on. Never heard of that one. Nope. Oh my gosh, every every episode that we watched this last season. Yeah. Every episode had so much action. It almost felt like you were watching a a thirty minute show because so much happened in that hour. Yeah, it was just it, over it, so quick. Yeah. And see, the thing is, this show's been filmed in the DFW area, so we, we're catching a lot of local locations, uh, and you know they've been doing a lot of casting calls. I tried to get in on one, but it turned out to be in New Orleans uh, this last weekend. But uh, no, it's an interesting show. I mean, of course, it's about you know the drug business, uh-huh. but oh, okay. it's really, really yeah. good. Yeah, really. And, good. Alice Braga is the the main character. Uh, if you saw Predators, she was the Israeli uh, killer in the, in that. Okay. And it's a whole lot more fucking realistic than um, what's the show you were just talking oh, about? Oh, Breaking like, Bad, yeah. Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're talking. No, Breaking Bad was like a drug dealer fairy tale. It was like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, this is not that. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Speaking of fairy tale, have you seen the pre- uh, the preview for yesterday? No, new show. Uh, no, I, I already lived through yesterday. I really don't want to go. Well, it's, <laughs> it's a movie by Danny Boyle, and it's, it's oh written, okay, yeah, it's written, written by Richard Curtis. And it's basically a story. You know, oh, that's it's, right. It's a, yeah, it's the rock and roll dream. You know, basically alternate guy, reality Beatles movie. I think I saw. Right, right. Described. He wakes up in a world where there are no Beatles. Oh. Hmm. And right. the thing is, he's a musician, and he knows all the songs by heart. So he starts singing them, and everybody just thinks he's this genius. Oh, so it's like fucking ever. Mandela effect Beatles movie. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I like it. It is hilarious, <laughs> funny. It looks really good, and I can't wait to have date night. <laughs> yeah, it was it was written by Richard Curtis. Now, he also wrote Four Weddings and a Funeral, Love Actually, and nice. About Time. All uh, really good movies, if you like that sort of thing. Um, and Pirate Radio. Which is oh, an yeah, awesome, nice. awesome movie. Oh yeah. And speaking of what is or isn't realistic, do you guys see the latest from Jim Cameron? The the underwater scenes in Aquaman weren't realistic. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, it's thank you. I'm glad we <laughs> we have Jim to point that out for us. Yeah. Well, he's just trying to prep you for his movie, which is going to be a little bit more, you know, water yeah. accurate. And get probably several stuntmen killed. <laughs> Ten years, and it's still not out yet. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But yeah, no, no. Jim Cameron likes to almost get his actors and stunt people killed when he does underwater shit. God damn it! And he's not going to stop now. <laughs> I think I, I, I think that we need to sit down and do a uh, commentary of the director's cut of the Abyss sometime. I think that would that would be a good thing for us to do. I love that. I love that movie. <laughs> See, I think you and I need to do a commentary on Almost Famous also. Yeah, well, Almost I Famous. I love I could... that movie. The more I could say that I didn't cover with Paul, it would just be you and me having music gasms through the whole two hours or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Don't listen to this podcast of me and Brian singing along badly to this soundtrack. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to be singing anything if I don't get over this, whatever it is. Yeah, you, you all should go drug up and do that uh, and I need to go drug up outside with some nicotine and my cat's lurking to attack again so I think it's time we wrap it 
All right. Well, Walking Dead is <laughs> in your corner. Give us something good. Yeah, uh, yeah. I am. I'm looking forward to seeing seeing it play out. Um, however, they want to do it. You know, give us some good zombie effects at least. You, you never Please. never skimp on that. Uh, stay away yeah. from the CGI deers and shit. We all know this. Uh, and and that's your for the Walking Dead cast. We'll be back in seven ish weeks. So bye now. Adios. Adios. <laughs> 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 <laughs>